Dear fans, we have some very sad news for you. Sammy, why the long face? Well, Pat, (laughs) I feel like I'm really going to let people down this episode because Mm. my dad like waxed poetic about how great our sound was in episodes one and two. And I really fudged the bucket on this one. (laughs) Did you? (laughs) What happened? What happened? (laughs) Well, Pat, (laughs) you know me and things. I know you and things for sure. (laughs) I mean, I I feel like I'm pretty technologically savvy, but... You're pretty good most of the time. When it comes to microphones and things having different audio inputs, outputs, and all these doohickeys. All these newfangled devices. Yeah, I guess like, I think maybe I had switched computers. I think this this was when my my computer that I had been recording on died and I had to switch yes. to a different computer. So I didn't have, we were, I record my audio using GarageBand and I didn't have my mm. correct GarageBand set up. So long story short, I recorded using my, um, my Apple headphones instead yeah. of like, that was the mic input that I used instead of my, my sweet pink microphone. I don't even know if it was your Apple headphones. It could have just been the laptop mic. Ooh. Yeah. That's really bad. Yeah, it sounds like a Zoom. It sounds like a Zoom meeting. On your side, my side sounds fine. Oh, but... come on. You couldn't use your Zoom audio too to like help even me out a little bit? I mean, I had the choice. I'm going to you know, sound like trash. My Zoom. <laughs> yeah, well, we can't have double trash. <laughs> double trash doesn't equal it out. Yeah, but at least if you have double trash, you don't know that one other person is better. And this is why at the beginning of every episode now, before we start recording, we check what my input is. <laughs> yes. We always double check Listen, at this point. You know what, Pat? I have <laughs> never been someone who doesn't learn the hard way. And so, listen, our our dear listeners, I'm very sorry for my shitty audio. <laughs> <laughs> for your trash audio. <laughs> for my trash audio. <laughs> but this is a one-time thing, hopefully. I mean, we haven't gotten around to ep- episode four. Hopefully, it's not the same thing because they're previously recorded. But You haven't listened to all of them yet? I mean, oh, God. no. You can see <laughs> we're very we'll get around to it. with this. If we, have to, <laughs> if we have to record another one of these intros where you apologize to our nice I listeners. I can't do that our... again. I'm already promising now to our fans that it won't happen again. All right, well, let's make sure it doesn't happen again. <laughs> but it might. If it does, but hopefully we'll it won't. record the entire episode. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have it on record that you said okay. <laughs> I'm going to edit that right Damn out. Damn it. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> so All right. hopefully it's not too terrible where your ears bleed and you want to murder us and not give us five stars. But please understand that we are new at this. I'm new at this. And it's my fault. And I take full responsibility. <laughs> and honestly, it's not even that bad. It's all right. <laughs> Why are you making me do this? <laughs> because I'm a stickler for good audio. <laughs> I'm falling on my reap sword. what you Patrick sow. is driving the sword in harder, deeper into yeah, my belly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Yes, you must have a public shaming if you screw up your inputs. <laughs> and after all of that, on with the show. On with the show. I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. What was that? You are the 
the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody see that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Hi, Pat. <laughs> Hi, Sammy. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Welcome to episode three of Kicking and Streaming, the podcast. Kickstream pod. Oh, you're drinking wine? Yeah, look at this fancy-ass goblet. Wow, it is fancy. You don't just drink water out of this. That's true. I mean, you could, but why I, would you? I, I do sometimes, but mostly it's for special things like... Podcasting. Like um, Sweet Bitch, Moscato Rosé, Bubbly. Wow, that looks good. They're not sponsoring this podcast. Not yet, anyway. Who not knows? Yet. Yeah. Uh, listen, the door's open. Yeah, drop us a line. Kickstream I love this pod. stuff. Kickstreampod at gmail. Sweet Bitch. I know you didn't ask me yeah. how I'm doing or what I've been up to, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, I figured you um, would. This was a gift from Dave. Uh -huh. Yesterday, we picked up our marriage license. Ooh, congratulations. So, thank you. So wow. I was like, I feel like we should have, you know, something to drink afterwards. And, and what um, better than a rosé that's called Sweet Bitch? <laughs> yep. Nice. <laughs> great so that's what i've been up to what have you been up to uh what have i been up to well i lost my power for a good lot so we had yes. to not record last week i miss the shower i miss showering in warm water Ooh, yeah well didn't you i you had a generator i thought i did but it doesn't it doesn't hook up to the hot water heater so we could run oh. water but it wasn't hot it was luke lukewarm at best what was like left over yeah no home theater either so i couldn't even kickstream pod it was terrible yeah you couldn't watch our shows i you couldn't, couldn't watch, watch our shows our movie club movie nope i couldn't watch the charlie chaplin movie that was assigned to us last week so everything my whole life got put on hold you read more no i did not i did not oh. read one <laughs> sentence of one book i just kept charging my phone and, and hitting the 4g lte <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy yeah it was fine we had a generator we ran stuff it was fine we did not lose power but we had a giant tree that split in half like it looked like lightning struck it right down the middle even yeah though there i wasn't saw that lightning yeah it came down if dave had been home it would have crushed his car wow it the way that it landed like the tops of the leaves of the you know branches that were jutting out like basically just like brushed the side of my car. Wow! <laughs> like that's how close it was. That's crazy. Well, I'm glad we survived this huge hurricane, tropical storm, whatever you call it. Me too. Cheers. Cheers. So this week, are we jumping yep. in the shows now? Let's jump in. All right, let's jump in. So this week we watched uh, episode three of season one of both Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Lost. Yep. And first, let's talk about Buffy. Buffy. Episode three, season one. Original air date, March 17, 1997, St. Patrick's Day. I was in seventh grade. I was not even 10 years old yet. So you were in third, fourth grade? Four, fourth grade? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's right. That's got to be right. All right. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, written by Dana. Dana. Rest. Oh, Dana. God. I'm not going to be able to pronounce anything. Thank you so much. What'd you just screw up? I said Dana. Dana? For sake. Maybe it is Dana. You don't Dana, know. Dana Reston, directed by Stephen Craig. 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 
in episode one, your longer term prediction was that the master was going to basically, he's looking for fresh blood to get stronger. Probably at the end of the season, Buffy will have to face him. And you predicted that that will be the season finale. Then last episode, you said that the master's going to get some sort of reinforcements. He was going to pull them from the blood well or alternate dimension or portals and build up an army because he now knows that Buffy is not to be trifled with. Okay, so my reaction to after seeing this episode, The Witch, is yeah. I, I see what Buffy's doing. I mean, Buffy as the show, not the character. Uh-huh. This is... This... Well, do we want to do you want to say this yet or do you want to hold it till we talk about the plot? Okay. I'll say one one quick thing and yeah. then we'll talk more about it. Okay. So this story of the witch is very it's much It's just witch. You keep trying to put a the in front of things. It says the witch. No, Episode it's just three, witch. the witch. Well, I mean, I'm going off my notes, but it says the witch on my notes, which I wrote, but uh-huh. I trust my notes. I trust it's... my dictation. Go to IMDb right now. I'll just trust you. Okay, it's a witch. Yeah. So yes. really, there's no the. It nope. just seems there okay. was no the in front of. I guess it's more. <laughs> I guess it's more the, oh, ma- no. the hell no, mouth. No, and, and welcome to the. You just said welcome to hell mouth, instead yeah. of welcome to the hell mouth. And no, no, so no. You, I said it the you, right. Didn't I? No, add the? you said welcome to hell mouth, no, and it's the. welcome to the hell mouth. So you're taking the the from welcome to the hell mouth, and you're putting it in which. That's what's happening. Don't put right now. the in my hell mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't put words in my mouth. Yeah. Oh, so, funny. what I was gonna say is this episode, episode three, which is yeah. very much this is like when the X Files would go like off the beaten path for the story, uh, and they would sort of do they would call them monster of the week movies. Oh yeah. Or, yeah, or monster of the week like shows. So it'd yeah. be like there'd be a main storyline arc which would be like yeah. a bigger thing. And I see that Buffy sort of following in its footsteps, doing sort of the same thing. Like, yes, there's this thing with the master and the reckoning and the harvest and all this stuff. But then on the side, we got all these other little things like the witch. Yes. Or witch. 100%. So, so they would call it monster of the week, like you're saying. And then yes. the big bad, the big bad. I feel like that probably was a writer's room thing, like yeah. what they actually referred to them as. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, I don't know if that came around in the first season. Maybe it didn't come around until later. But um, but yeah, and, and it's funny because now, um, like we have a, um, a Buffy board game. It's a deck building game. And it they have it's kind of the same thing. Like they have a monster of the week, a big bad. And then you also, it's a fucking hard game. Dave and I have played it like five times and beat it once. Wow. It's really hard. Wait, so Um, you, it's a board game, but you guys play together like cooperatively. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's fun. Okay. So, so let's go into the show and what happens. So, uh, we open in the library. Giles Mm -hmm. is telling Buffy that she can't be on the cheerleading squad. And speaking of cults, he refers to cheerleading as a cult, Mm -hmm. which I love. Um, By the way, side note, did you know... You were a cheerleader. I was once a cheerleader. I see, as soon as I started watching this episode, it popped (laughs) in my mind. I said, I think for some reason, Sammy was a cheerleader. And I was like, I think it has 100% to do with this show. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, no, it doesn't actually. Oh, wow. I okay. I'll I'll get into this a little bit more slightly later in the episode, but okay. so when I got to middle school, my dad was like, "Okay, you have to play a sport." Quote. And the sports that were available at my middle school were basketball. And yep. I'm 5'2 now as an adult. So back then. I can see you dunking. <laughs> yeah. Like if you really put your mind I, to it. I did dunk as a cheerleader on the top of the triangle. <laughs> on the top of the pyramid, <laughs> wow. I mean. That's, so You know what? That's that's still dunking. Still, still dunking. dunking. It counts. Yeah. Um, but I'm small. So basketball wasn't going to work out for me. Um, I had tried soccer and like a, I don't know, summer soccer league or something at some point, like soccer camp. And all of the other kids, I went on the first day, all of the other kids could um, bounce the ball off their heads and I couldn't. So I quit. What is that something? Oh, you mean like if the ball's flying through the air and then like, you like, know how you can like bump you hit it? it, you hit it, yeah. right? They call yeah, it hitting I, it. I couldn't do that. Everybody, all of the other kids could do that. And I couldn't cause I had never fucking played soccer before. I just would hit me in the face or go around, you know, whatever. Like, I just didn't have the aim to bump it. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, were you some kind of soccer superstar? Absolutely not. I skateboarded. <laughs> I was the anti-sport person. Yeah, and I was I was the girl who hung out with all the skateboarding kids. <laughs> oh, of course you were. So, yeah. So, um, I became a cheerleader because I was literally the only other thing that you could do. And yeah. I did it for sixth grade and then seventh grade. And then I quit because I was like, <laughs> fuck this. I'm not cheerleading. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then we cut to uh, what is setting up to be a witch's sacred space with a bubbling cauldron and yes. Barbie dolls that, you know, we kind of they seem to be some sort of voodoo doll voodoo. type situation yeah so then we go back to sunnydale high cheerleader tryouts are taking place and xander gifts buffy a bracelet that says yours always which she's like kind of raises an eyebrow about but he's just like oh <laughs> they all say that you know he mm. just sort of like brushes it off um then we're introduced to amy who willow seems to know um and who claims to be training six hours a day with her right. mom which is crazy Right, that's a, um, that's too much training for cheerleading. Too much. So then uh, Amber, who is a girl who's trying out, um, her hands light on fire during her tryout, and Buffy spontaneously, her. spontaneously, Combusts. there's no fire happening. Yes. This isn't a um, what do you call the fire hibachi. twirling? Hibachi. Oh, this isn't hibachi. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fire twirling either. <laughs> This is not hibachi this is, or this fire is not twirling school. Benihana, okay? No. <laughs> They're not making the onion volcano. Volcano is yes. the best part. Um, no, this is not that. It is normal cheerleading. Her um, hands catch on fire. Her hands catch on fire. Buffy tackles her and puts her hands out. Yeah, and then Cordelia. Oh, wait, no. Somebody, is it Willow? She says, that girl's on fire. Yeah, Willow's like, that girl's on fire. And Cordelia's like, enough with the hyperbole. Yeah, enough with the hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, so good. I, I'm telling you, the writing is just so fun in the show. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we, we come back from the intro music and uh, Buffy, Willow, and Xander. Uh, Buffy, Willow, Xander, and Giles are in the library trying to figure out what happened. Willow promises to hack into the school system to see if she can find anything 
telling about Amber and why she might spontaneously combust. Ooh, this is a fun part. She says, for the first time, she says, you're the Slayer and we are the Slayerettes. Yes. She introduces the idea the of the Slayerettes. Because I've yes. heard you say that before in past pot podcast episodes and i'm like yeah what is she saying slayer is that must be like a buffy speak sort of thing yeah. like fan fanatic stuff but yeah it's, it's funny because i don't know like you know obviously i was a super fangirl like i can't even tell you how many things buffy things i had i had all the action figures i had all the like books that they put out i believe like, it. everything it, yeah and like now i'm just sad that i'm like i don't know what happened to all that stuff but it just makes me depressed um, <laughs> well i'm but sure anyway. you can find it all if you just scour ebay long enough oh i mean yeah i already have bought rebought some of the like books the novels <laughs> and after this podcast goes platinum then you won't be able to find any of that stuff on ebay <laughs> ever that's okay i bought all the good ones okay good um i got all the ones i needed but yeah, I had I had everything. It's stupid how much Buffy stuff I had. Um, but anyway, I don't know that like we ever refer like me and my girlfriends who watch the show. Like I don't think we ever referred to ourselves as Slayerettes. Like I said, we 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 called each other by our our like Willow. Yeah, yeah. like I was Willow. There was a Buffy. There was a there was a Joyce and a Giles and everything. But um. I'm surprised didn't you didn't have like Slayerettes. like uh, jackets that said like Team Slayerettes or something. God, I wish. Oh, I'm surprised you guys like weren't a pink the... ladies jacket. Yeah, I was just but... about to say that. I'm surprised you guys weren't the pink ladies from Greece. Hey, considering listen, your hair and everything else. You can you can buy me that for my a birthday, pink ladies jacket for a... what my wedding. Authentic. I'll pink take it as a wedding jacket. And I'll I take a wear pink ladies too. jacket too. Yeah. Yes, that's what. <gasps> that would okay. be pretty cool. This is going to be a great idea for merch. So let's okay. just file that away Okay. for later. We're going to steal intellectual property from Greece. Well, no, we're not. We'll just oh. use the same style, but it'll say like stream, kick stream, kick, 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 kick stream, streamer, pod, pod, something like that. Pod ladies. Pod ladies. <laughs> <laughs> pod ladies and pod boys. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that what pod people what is that that's a thing pod it's a peeps? sci-fi thing isn't it pod peeps sure but it's like a bad thing oh pod people like um like aliens uh, in, no it's like invasion of the body snatchers they're in pods pod people is that the i just one watched where they it. had things on the back of their neck aliens in the back of their neck so maybe maybe i feel I like i watched that i don't remember that part. i watched anyway. the original one anyways all right all right let's get back yeah, so Willow's going to hack into the school system. Mm-hmm. She coins the term Slayerettes. Yes. Uh, back at Buffy's house, we have an awkward mother-daughter interaction. Um, then we go back to Sunnydale. There's more tryouts. Amy uh, messes up, falls into Cordelia, who is not happy, but when is she ever happy? So real quick, I just want to go back to uh, Buffy's mom. Yeah. So when Buffy's trying to talk to her, we sort of get a glimpse of what Buffy's mom does. She... She mm-hmm. has a gallery of sorts. She is yeah. an antique teak store or something or or art. What is it? It looks like to be an art gallery. Well, she okay. ta- she does talk about this, I think, in episode one. Oh, okay. She talks I totally about paid attention starting, to starting the gallery. But yes, she's got some kind of tribal um, statues that she's going to be bringing to the gallery. Mm-hmm. So I would assume that's more of an art gallery than like antique so then we cut to amy admiring her mom's cheerleading statue in the hallway 
Um, she tells Buffy her dad walked out on her and her mom, and Buffy tells Amy that her folks split up too. So this is kind of the first confirmation that we get about that, although we sort of have that assumption seeing as her dad wasn't around. Yep. Um, Amy feels like she can't measure up to her mom. Willow enters as Amy leaves, and uh, and Willow tells Buffy how Amy's mom is kind of scary, um, and also that she didn't find out anything strange about Amber. Um and in the girls' locker room, Cordelia threatens Amy. Uh, the cheerleading squad list is then posted, and Cordelia makes it. Um, but Buffy is the first alternate, and Amy is the third, which means they didn't make the team. But if anything happens to any of the other girls, they would be called in. So Buffy would be first, and then there's another girl, and then Amy is the third. So basically, gotcha. th- three girls would have to be ill or whatever in order for Amy to be on the team. Gotcha. So now we're back to the cauldron. And Wait, real quick. Did we skip over the part where uh, Xander and Willow are walking in the hallway and uh, Willow's getting friend zoned pretty hard by Xander? Because I feel oh, like she yeah. sort of likes Xander, right? Mm-hmm. Am I right in thinking that? Yeah. She sort of likes him, but he says, Oh, you? you're like one of the guys. Yeah, you're like a guy to me. And she's like, Oh, cool. Great. I'm a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, but then the, almost the same thing is happening to, to Xander yes. from Buffy. Buffy's doing the same thing. She's like, you're like just a girl to me. Oh, and he's just like, oh, okay. High school. Yeah. Oh, to be young and in high school again. Yes. Oh, to be friend zoned. <laughs> oh, to be friend zoned. <laughs> yep. It gets better, high school kids. Let me tell you. You are it not. Does. Everything is going to be super confusing. In high school, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. And in college, too. And then by the late 20s, early 30s, you finally figure your shit out. Yeah, but it takes a while. But it takes a while. It takes a while. Just be patient. Make your mistakes, but be smart. Learn from them. And eventually, you will find the right person. Wow, that's nice. And all we can do is hope that that happens for our friends at Sunnydale High as well. (laughs) Yes. Who's going to end up with who? Back to my predictions. <laughs> Are you going to put that in your predictions? Maybe. <laughs> um, okay, so now we're back to the cauldron, and we see another Barbie go into the cauldron. This time, it's for Cordelia, but we still can't see who the witch is. Right. So now, at this point, let me say, can I can I say what my prediction was at this point in the sure. show? Sure. Like as so, you were watching it? Yeah, as I was watching okay. it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they're setting it up to make you think that Amy is the witch, but I was mm-hmm. like, it's definitely the mom because the mom's already being set up as sort of weird or evil. There was a few hints to this. So I was like, this has yeah. got to be the mom, but it sounded like Amy or it sounded like a younger voice, right. not so much the mom. Right. Well, and there was like things. super pretty manicured fingernails. Right. Like you so, could see that much so right. far. And so when, the episode unfolds the and way that it hands, does. I should say. There's a few twists and turns. So it's it's morning at the Summers residence, and Joyce tells Buffy that she should join yearbook. And Joyce Buffy is the said, mom. Joyce yes. is the mom. Oh, um, yes, this part. This was Buffy says, have you seen the kids that do yearbook? Nerds, Nerds pick, pick on, on the people who do yearbook club. So <laughs> I have another confession. You were in yearbook club. I was in yearbook. <laughs> because of the show? 
No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't think I, I always, so. I always attribute to whatever your choices as a young person were <laughs> to this show. I mean, that is fair. Definitely. <laughs> it's fair. Uh, well, I mean, we're not even at, like, the best part yet. Oh, <laughs> like, my. the biggest contribution, I think, to my life. Boy. But, um, no, I mean, she's making fun of the ner- the yearbook kids. So, no. So, no, I thought... Not. I thought this was a bit judgy of Buffy. I did too. I was like, very judgy, Buffy. Yeah, and she's normally not very judgy. Right, like, it she's felt like sticking a very up Cordelia for Willow. Move. Yeah, she's sticking up for Willow. Right, Wh- but who you could totally on... see being on the yearbook club. Right, but then I was thinking, well, maybe it was just her lashing out at her mom. Like, she's yeah. just saying something. Like yeah, because like you her. definitely have that like even if your parents trying to be nice and like bond with you, you definitely still have that urge as a teenager to like put them down. Right, or you just so. want to be right, or you just you're you're stubborn, you know. So you're gonna just make a point to make a point, and it's yeah, like, her I point mean, was she, that's she lame. Does, I don't want to do that. Yeah, like well, yeah. she first is like that's not my thing, mom, and then she kind of keeps pushing. So right. then she's like, okay, like they're nerdy people, right? Um, yeah, so I was I was in the yearbook committee in high school, and even Dave made fun of me for that. Like we were talking about this the other day, and um, Dave made fun of me for it, and, and um, he was like, "There's always so many photos of the kids on yearbook staff in the yearbook," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, like that's the point, but also <laughs> that's like that's how you get into the yearbook is you yeah, become the yearbook committee." Well, yeah, because I'm like, place yourself I was like, inside. I was in drama club and French club, okay, in high school. So there's no fucking way I was going to be in the yearbook unless I was in the yearbook club and put some pictures of myself from drama club and French club in the yearbook. Ain't nobody else going to be taking photos of drama club and French club. <laughs> I was, I was never anywhere extra in the yearbook. I was, I was yep. very much just the skater kid who kept to himself. All, all you were, the only time you were in the yearbook was your class photo. Which was terrible, by the way. Oh, I, always. Especially the senior year, everybody went to the expensive uh, oh uh, my God, photo studio yeah. to get like perfectly so done bad. portraits where they're sitting against a tree or something and everyone looked oh, amazing. So terrible. You know where I went? JCPenney. Oh. I went JCPenney. Of course you and did. I and had, I had bad acne, so they, I, I was... <laughs> This is so embarrassing. <laughs> I I had bad acne, so I asked I asked the guy at the JC Penny thing. I was like, "Hey, so do you have like some sort of like touch up you can do like, you know, I was thinking oh, photo. No. I was thinking Photoshop or something, right?" And he goes, "Yeah, sure, I got something." He yeah. put He no, even worse. He put like a blurry filter in front of the camera <laughs> that like blurred it. <laughs> so it made it look Just even like worse. Up the it is the worst. Yeah, it is the worst picture. Oh. And I got it. I got it to them late because I, for whatever reason, I was just late at handing everything in. So they had already like placed out the whole yearbook. So they just yeah. stuck me at the end with all the kids who didn't have photos. Where they were like mug shots. They were like mug shots, and then it was my shitty J.C. Penny or photo. It was so terrible. <laughs> It was so bad. That's amazing. Yep. I actually didn't mind any of mine. Mine were all okay. Um, I definitely had some fun ones and like. Well, you were in the yearbook club. You had to make sure that your portraits were uh, classy. <laughs> um. They're gonna be yeah. prominent. You probably had a full page. No. Well, I was only in the yearbook Centerfold. club my <laughs> sophomore year. So yeah. for like my senior year, 
we, I forget what we did. Um, yeah, I think there was like a specific photographer we had to use, which was bullshit because every year before us, they got to probably like what you got to do was like, you could go wherever you wanted and submit the photo. They right. made us use this guy who was like, I th- cause I think he was the father of a girl in my grade or something. Um, and they were, uh, it was a awful. sweet contract I mean, it, to have. It was still fine. Like I liked the photo was fine, but yeah. I was like just pissed that I couldn't lean know, against do a tree. My own thing. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't lean against a fucking tree. And hold a cauldron and a stake as you yeah. would. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would have. Yeah, you probably would have. Okay, <laughs> so, so back back to the show. Back to the show. <laughs> so Buffy's not into your book. Um, but the so the interaction between Buffy and her mom ends kind of tense, but I also yeah. really love that we stick with her mom and like Joyce is like, oh like nice job Joyce kind of thing yeah, like it could have handled you know. that better yeah and I just really love that because like I don't know I just wish more parents were like that <laughs> like yeah. we don't I mean not that Buffy got to see it obviously we did but it just sort of it endeared me to her a little because like she's trying like she's working full-time clearly she's trying to get this gallery up and running maybe she's self-employed like maybe it's her thing it kind of sounds like it's her thing like a lot's riding on her and she's trying to raise a teenage daughter who burned down the gym at her previous school and she's you know going through or had just gone through a divorce so like she's clearly got a lot going on um so anyway i just kind of like that she's like oh boy and i i found i found now that i'm a parent when i watch like movies or shows I find myself siding with the parents a lot more where they're like, you shouldn't be doing that because so-and-so this will happen. And I'm just trying to keep you safe. And I'm like, yes, you are just trying to keep them safe. And, and I just remember growing up and watching all these movies and being like, boy, those parents, those parents are real dicks for not letting them go out at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So back at Sunnydale high, Xander fails miserably at trying to ask Buffy out. Invisible man syndrome. Yeah. Yep. Um, while Buffy is distracted by an extremely dazed Cordelia. Right. We follow Cordelia to driving lessons where she crashes her car or the yeah. car, uh, gets out and then is almost hit by a truck. But Buffy, you know, pushes her out of the way. And, you know, we Cordelia looks up and she has gone blind. Right. And the thing that's about to hit her is a UPS truck, and that guy is flying down the street. He did not stop. He He did not hit that brake. At her, no, nothing. I thought that too. I was like, it's kind of messed up. He doesn't even like. Well, for a minute there, I was like, well, maybe he is like uh, also blind. All also blind, or maybe. But why would you still be flooring if you were blind? (laughs) It's true. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. But maybe he was like possessed or something. Maybe he got voodooized. Oh, okay. Good call. Right. So that's Um, how I, I, you know, talk that one away because most people would break and be like, "Get out of the way, girl." Yeah. Yeah. Um. Did you have drivers at at your school? Your high school? Uh, it was next to the school. It wasn't at my school, but like it was like a separate company, and it was terrible. Yeah, I don't. Ooh, I don't can I tell you a driver's ed that. story? Yeah. Okay. Tell me. So the Listen, first time, I want to say because I like gore and stuff. Yeah. I was very upset that my driver's ed did not make us watch those horrific crash movies what? that they always tell you that they're going to make you watch. I never heard of this. We didn't watch any horrific crash movies. Did you did you go to AAA? No. Or no, it was you said it was a terrible company. 
I did it through AAA. And it was just some company next, you know, whatever. It's like the only one in town. Sal's and... driving school. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, the first time I ever drove on the road yeah. was like a driving lesson from, yeah. and I had begged my mom. I was like, mom, can you like oh, drive boy. with me? Like I have my permit. Can we go driving? This and that. She's like, Mm-mm, no, you're going to. You're going to learn first at the school, and then once you learn at the school, then you can drive with me. I was like, okay, cool. So we, I, it was me and another student after mm-hmm. school. We get picked up by some older guy, and he goes, okay, <laughs> okay, you're up. You're up, Pat. And I was like, okay. And he's like, so get in the driver's side. And I was like, okay. And I was like, just so you know, I've never driven before. And he's like, let's get on the road. And I was like, okay. Okay. He's like, let's get on the road. I was like, okay, how? how? <laughs> like I, I Where do didn't, I sit? <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know how to put the thing from park to drive. I knew yeah. nothing. Okay, so I had didn't both. Didn't even know how to put your seatbelt on. It was an automatic. Mm-hmm. I had both That's feet good. on both pedals. Oh boy! So my left foot was on the brake. My right <laughs> foot was on the gas. Rookie okay. mistake. Yep. So I'm driving. And I'm doing okay. So he doesn't tell you what to do? He doesn't tell me anything. He just says, let's get on the road. So I I go, is this the drive thing? And he's like, yep. So I put it to D. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I figured that out. I'm doing good. And he told me where the blinker was over there. I was like, okay. I'm like, this guy's looking down at his clipboard. He's not paying attention to the road. And then we come up to a red light. And I go to stop. But both feet are pressing down. (gasps) Oh, no. (laughs) So... The car is like, it's braking and gas at the same time. It's going, and mm. he has his own brake pedal. He's yeah. one of those weird cars. Yeah. So he's also jamming his foot down, but I'm flooring it as well as pushing on the brake. <laughs> and the car was just going, is going right through the uh, uh, red light. And he freaked out. That's when he woke up. And he was like, he's like, what the hell is going on? He's like, pull over, pull over. I was like, okay. I pulled over and he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm driving. This is driving. <laughs> I am drive. And then he was like, he was like, no, you don't drive with both feet. And I was like, okay, well, you could have told me that. I Ralph. don't know, man. Yeah. So anyways, wow. that was, that was my story for the first time I ever drove. A driver's I feel ed. like we had to do like in classroom learning before we even got to the car. Yeah, I believe we did too, but it was nothing like mechanical. It was always like, mm. like, oh, when it first starts raining, you want to watch out for viscous, which is the uh, when the oil mixes Ooh. with the rainwater. Viscous. <laughs> viscous. You don't like that word? I don't like that word. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, it, it, but it wasn't like, this is where the drive is, and you put you only use your right foot you don't use both feet right. i mean these are good things to know if you've never been in a car before yeah well, i've been I mean, in a car i've never driven it's like a, car. a ton, you know one ton of steel it's a fucking weapon like it's a machine yeah yeah uh yeah i definitely went a few times with my dad first but my dad is like the most impatient driving teacher ever he's yeah. the worst so That's i was really me. glad to not be driving with him once yeah. i started the AAA driving school yeah, then he tried to teach me like manual and that that did not oh, happen. So I yeah. still don't know how to drive manual. And every once in a while, I do think about that because I'm like, if I'm ever in a serial killer situation where I have to get into a car, I'm somehow, I don't know, hot wiring a car, breaking into a car, getting into somebody else's car, 
who has a all manual, very likely scenarios. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I will be dead. Like that's yeah. gonna be the thing that kills me. I did a summer job working for a university where I was doing gardening, yeah. gardening, and they only had stick shift like little golf cart thingies. <laughs> so I had to learn how to stick shift and drive on the sidewalks there. And it was a, a great skill to have. I actually love driving stick now. But you know what? That is good to know. Like I, I feel like if I feel like if I'm gonna learn because. When I was driving with my dad, it was always, I mean, not that we had like expensive cars or anything, but it was just always like, don't ruin the clutch. Right, don't blow the clutch. Like then I I would ruin the whole car. So like if it's just a golf court, I feel like that's way less expensive. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You should buy yourself a golf cart and just tool around the backyard. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like Dave, look what I got. Me and Appa are going for a drive. And then (laughs) you just go in circles. (laughs) <laughs> grind the clutch <laughs> the I neighbors I just started thinking I just started remembering you probably have one of these the like little red little tyke cars oh yeah for like toddlers yeah <laughs> just was yeah. imagining me and Alpha in one of those you could totally fit in one of those now no I don't think I can anymore well, close you could. but <laughs> I'll let you borrow uh, it someday okay we'll just see all right okay we're Cordelia's blind. Now we're in the library. Giles says, like, oh, clearly this is witchcraft. And because the victims are cheerleaders, they're guessing that Amy is trying to eliminate the competition. Um, Such a know-it-all, that Giles. Yeah. So, yeah, (laughs) he's like, okay, it's obviously Amy. And or Buffy's like, oh, well, it's probably Amy. And Willow's like, yeah, Amy, blah, blah, blah. And then Xander's like, so we're leaning Amy? Something like that. (laughs) That was fun, too. But yeah. they're, you know, so they're like, okay, well, she's cheerleaders, so Amy is clearly trying to eliminate the competition so that she can get onto the team. Yep. So this is this is when I, I made the prediction of it being Amy's mom. Okay. This is when I put it together. Okay. Um, and they cook up a little solution that they're going to, that, you know, will tell them if Amy is a witch. Right. Um, and They'll dump it on her. They're going to pour it on her in science class. Right. They're going to smoosh it onto her arm. Smoosh it on. <laughs> um, and, you know, they sneaky sneak do that. Right. And it's positive. It turns blue. Right. Yeah. Um, but another girl, LaShawn, I think was her name, um, has been cursed by the witch and her mouth is gone. Yeah. Okay. So here's another crazy happening at the school with lots of witnesses. Yep. Nobody's asking questions. I mean, everybody was like freaking out. Even sure. The teacher was but like, no, oh my God. There's no waves after, the, like they don't call in. Like if I was a the teacher and I saw that police. happen, I would call X-Files. I would call FBI and say, give me Mulder. Give me Scully. <laughs> yeah. There's something weird happening. Her mouth disappeared. Yeah. It came back later. Not sure why, but everybody saw it disappear. Right. Is alien stuff happening? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. the whole town is bewitched. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like like muggles when they when they go near Hogwarts, yeah. all they see is ruins and they become disinterested and walk away. Oh. Maybe it's that kind of thing. Maybe. Okay. I like how you're explaining this away. This is actually making the show better for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very good at it. Anytime, yes. anytime Dave would like, when he was reading through Harry Potter, anytime he would bring up something, I'd be like, yeah, but blah, 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 magic, blah, 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 Just make blah. up some bullshit. And he's like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, he's like, well, yeah, okay. Magic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
explains everything. <laughs> right. Magic wands. So then even though the test is positive for Amy being a witch, um, Buffy says she's our Sabrina, which is a reference to the Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. Um, the Archie comic and also the ABC TV show starring Melissa Joan Hart that was airing on TGIF, which you better believe I watched. It was airing the same, not the Nick same exact night. time, but... Um, Nick at Night? No. No, because it was was was... Uh... ABC, that's what I just said. Wait, was it ABC for sure? Yeah. Or was it TBS? I looked it up. Okay, I'll believe you. Just like I believe you on The Witch. It's Witch. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so Amy also seemed shocked yes. that uh, LaShawn had no mouth. Right. And so they were like, I don't know. She also seemed shocked. And Buffy's like, but the right. test was didn't positive. look like she did it. Yeah. So there's more to the story yeah. at this point. So then we cut to Amy walking through a gate with a gargoyle on it. Classic witch home decor. Um, and she is rude to a woman that we assume is her mom. Yes, telling her very rude. To write her. She's like, I have a history report due. Write Tomorrow, it. Tomorrow, write it. Then yeah. she reveals that she stole the bracelet Xander gave Buffy. Um, oh, I missed that part. Oh, yeah, she's, like, she, like, opens her hand and it, like, dangles out of her hand. Ah. And then she's, like, I'm going upstairs. Then it's uh, morning again. Buffy wakes up and she's unusually perky. She's singing, I want to be a macho man. Macho man. (laughs) (laughs) Which she's already macho. This might be my favorite moment of the show where she Uh goes, she's singing, I want to be a macho man. Ooh, juice. (laughs) juice i know juice (laughs) yeah her mom is making fresh fresh this is this is the rich writing that you are talking about (laughs) it is it's all the little things the little things juice slurp (laughs) (laughs) um so she's you know singing talking to her mom telling her she's on the squad she's excited she She also tells her she accidentally reveals that she's the slayer Right. And she just kind of does it in like an offhand way. And her mom's like, um, are you feeling okay? She's like, I'm good. Uh, I was, I was wondering, was that really offhanded? It felt more like forced. Like she's like, I'm just going to tell her who cares. I mean, well, to me, like how I view the situation is like, it, it was almost like she was drunk. Like, uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like one, you know, it's like those things like, you know, cause she's enchanted lips, or right? something at this point. Right. Yeah. So yeah. like, she's just talking about things like whatever not thinking about it and it right. just comes out of her mouth and you know her mom is like what and then buffy says something and she's like are you feeling okay so like classic you know classic detached parent situation sure buffy is a wee bit aggressive at cheerleading practice so she accidentally tosses a girl all the way across the gymnasium because <laughs> <laughs> she's a macho man ridiculous <laughs> um and then she's immediately kicked off and amy is called in Mm -hmm. just as uh xander whisks buffy away and then she collapses outside the gym uh she wakes up and giles says that it's a bloodstone vengeance spell that amy's trying to kill her and they only have a few hours before it Mm. does the job yeah so he and Buffy go to Amy's house to confront her mom and get her to break the spell. And then they realize that it's actually Amy in her mom's body 
her mom switched bodies so she could relive her glory days. Yeah, that was that was a cool turn. I like yeah. that. Where I was like, oh, smart. I Ooh, like that. Yeah. yeah. So turns out her mom has always been a crazy witch. Um, Wait, we missed something. What? We got to talk about Giles' car. <laughs> Giles. Of course that's what Giles drives. <laughs> As if... He drove out of merry old London yeah. and drove right onto a ferry and had it ferried across the Atlantic. That's probably what happened. And drove it all the way across the continental U.S. to make it to California to Sunnydale High School. I mean, this is the most ridiculous European car to be driving around Sunnydale, California. It's probably exactly what happened. But he's yeah. very British staid man. You know, he's not going to yeah. get some newfangled Honda. Well, I know, I know. It's it's uh it's within character, I suppose. It's beautiful. It is. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I love <laughs> that that was the thing you wanted to talk about. <laughs> Just had to talk about it. <laughs> it is very British. Um, so turns out Amy's mom has been kind of a crazy witch her whole life, um, and that that's actually why her dad left, and Amy wanted to go with him. Um, so then they go to the attic to get her spell book and then attic all three... lair. Oh, wait, we got to talk about how Buffy found out that it was actually Amy. Yeah. What, what clues, what clues are in? Yep. The brownies. Yeah. So when Willow was telling Buffy, uh, how crazy her mom, Amy's mom was, she was like, yeah, sometimes she just would only eat broth for a few weeks. Or whatever, and she's like, and whenever that would happen, Amy would come over my house, and we would just gorge ourselves on, or gorge ourselves on brownies. So yeah, okay. when they get to the house, Amy's mom is eating brownies, and that's how Buffy right. knows. And the brownies were very underwhelming looking. They were oh, the brownies. They were with... the like little Debbie ones. Or yeah, hostess, they're the little whatever. Debbie brownies with the nuts. Oh, those like, are pre-made. so good. No, they weren't. Like they they're weren't not. Good. I don't. They're not put brownies. them in the category of brownies. I no, put them in they're the like... category of like. I don't know, fudgy treats. I don't know. I thought they were good. No, no. Also, brownies, brownies with nuts. Brownies with nuts. Yeah. They're no, not brownies for me. Not into that? No, it's a- They're not uh, brownies? It's a travesty to what brownies should be. Mm. Brownies, real brownies, chewy. Yeah. Chewy with a slight crust around oh, on yeah. the edge. I'm Corner into brownies that. the best, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Throw nuts in it. The nuts are just taking away real estate of which more brownie could take up. Is that right? Mm-hmm. In terms My of math physics? checks out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't take physics. Because I would fill I would fill my brownie, brownie with more brownie. Right, but it's still the same amount Less of brownie. Less nuts, more brownie. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm good either way. <laughs> yeah. So, brownies. So, they go to the attic, they get her spell book, and then they all head back to Sunnydale High to break the spell. Amy slash Catherine. So, Catherine who is Amy's mom, in Amy's body, catches on that they're trying to break the spell. She tries to axe murder Buffy, but Giles reverses the body switching spell just in time. Right. And Buffy feels better too. Right. Um, Catherine tries to curse her into oblivion, and then Buffy throws a mirror in front of herself so that the spell kind of backlashes off the mirror and hits Catherine herself. Such a smart Buffy move. Super smart. And then, yeah. hey, she's stuck in her cheerleader um, trophy statue. But nobody yeah. notices. Yeah, I loved that ending where yeah, we actually so see. so great. 
yeah, her little eyeballs, and mm-hmm. it's and like, yep. It's like, yep, yep. She's stuck in her cheerleader statue. That's what you wanted. Fitting isn't it? end. You wanted to be solidified as the cheerleader. Well, there you are, Catherine the Great. Yep. So this episode to me is very like Freaky Friday meets The Craft. <laughs> Ooh, great <laughs> like, crossover. Yeah. <laughs> and also, fun fact Elizabeth Ann Allen, who plays Amy, was one of the actresses who originally tried out to be Buffy. So I kind of love, like, Joss Whedon wow. has has a tendency to do this, where, like, he'll fall in love with um, an actor or actress and may not cast them in the role they originally tried out for, but will keep them around. So he yeah. keeps her around, and, and she's, you know, a lead role in this episode. Right. Um, so I just, I kind of love that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good episode. I thought I thought this one was a lot of fun. I yeah. liked how it was sort of a one-off because mm-hmm. like... Yeah, we're I, not, we don't focus on the master at all. Right, like I'm interested in the master and stuff, but also got a little master fatigue, you know? Right, so give we want to see some other witch. dynamics. The witch with a capital the. No, there's no the. Oh. Give me witch. Um, yeah, so this is, and this is also the first episode we don't see any vampires. So we're learning that there are other things besides vampires. Let's talk about witchcraft. Oh, do we have to? <laughs> Just really quick. Okay. This is the thing. Okay. How have you not asked me? Uh, what? How have you not? You've asked me if I yeah. became a cheerleader. You've asked me yeah. if I became, if I was in yearbook club because of this. You have not asked me. I have been waiting this whole time we've been talking. Yeah. If yeah. you have, you've not asked me if yeah. I became a witch because of this show. Yeah. Ask huh. me, Patrick. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't come up so anyways lost season one episode three (laughs) yeah okay you're a witch (laughs) i became interested because of the show true witchcraft true because of this show so really quick i'm just want to talk about i want to get on my soapbox really talk about how not all witches are evil okay I don't well, go around. From Wizard of Oz, we know there's a good witch and a bad witch. Yes, that's yes. true. From and I know that's Oz. a documentary, so. Oh, boy. <laughs> documentary. Um, I don't go around saying, let your blackness crawl beneath my skin. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I kind of like it. You should try it on. <laughs> All right. Well, I just did. I am a witch. I do believe that there's energy in everything. Um, that trees and plants and animals have souls and that certain kinds of magical energy, um, they all have certain kinds of magical energy that we can tap into if we are good and treat them with respect. I do have a cauldron because I know you wanted to know. Um, I wasn't going to ask, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it is not that big. I don't know how you would get a cauldron of that size up into an attic um uh, you hoist it <laughs> i guess you magic ho- you guess. hoist it with your guess witch you got rope. enough magic <laughs> yeah you bippity boppity boo it right up to the <laughs> attic um i do want to know what the bubbling green liquid is because to me it looked kind of like a huge it looked like a huge pot of ma- of matcha lattes which i'd be okay with because i love matcha lattes yeah it could be that also could be gack could be like gack nickelodeon gack but it was like bubbling and like, you know, it wasn't like... Well, if you heat it up enough, I'm sure it bubbles. 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's Nickelodeon gag, 100%. Yeah, you're probably right about that. <laughs> you are probably right about that. Um, okay, anything, any, any other witch trivia? No, I just wanted to share okay. <laughs> my experience of what being a witch is, okay, even cool. if that's offensive to you, Patrick. It's not offensive whatsoever. I am a person of all creeds, of which they are all welcome in this Kickstream pod. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Lost. Yes, Lost. Season one, episode three. This one is titled Tabula Rasa, which do you know what Tabula Rasa stands for? I do. I looked it up. Oh, I know. But you tell me. Okay, let me just joggle my memory ah yes it means clean slate uh latin for clean slate which is a reference of course to the metaphorical new life that all the people who crashed uh, onto the island is now experiencing it's actually latin for scraped tablet but it means clean slate okay see i just went the extra i went there's the extra also mile. a buffy episode by that name tabula rasa mm-hmm. when i oh. saw that i was like "Ooh." And that, that's why I looked it up. So this uh, episode, first it starts with a quick recap montage, which I got to say, I love those recap montages at the beginning of episodes. I don't love recap montages. I love recap montages. I always skip them. You know why? Why? Because they reveal what's going to, like, you know what's going to be focused on. Not always, though. Not always. Sometimes it's, it's very abstract. Sometimes it's very just like, remember this guy? Remember this guy? And it's not yeah, usually attached know. to what's going to happen in that episode. But, but you already know. know. But you already know. Yeah, but like... You already know I it's mean, just when, a refresher. When you're only a couple of episodes in, I don't think it matters yeah. as much. But like if you're, say, like three quarters of the way through a season mm-hmm. and they like... Like the, I know there were times that the, like this happened on Buffy where say like a character was in one season and then maybe you don't see them for a little while and then they show snippets from the previous season and you're like, oh, that character must be coming back. Like, that's what I hate. Mm, We're okay. only, this is only the third episode in, so it's yeah. not gonna, but like, that's okay. a, I was, I would much rather not know. I'd much rather, because then I can formulate what I think is going to happen and I don't, I don't want to. I'd rather just, it, I'd rather just watch it. So we start on Jack. He's, working working doing surgery i'm not sure he's working on the marshall guy i just call him the marshall guy i don't remember his name or if he even had had a name he's working on him um the marshall guy spills the beans about the handcuffs and about kate yep he's got that folded up picture of her that he printed out yeah the mugshot that's printed on paper which um, i don't know just seemed kind of weird to me <laughs> like yeah you gotta, why you got to carry that with you well, the one thing I, I I thought that as well, but I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe it's from when he was like still searching for her and he needed like a picture to show people like this is who I'm looking mm, for. That's or whatever. true. And that's it just true. ended up in his trousers. So then there's a campfire scene. Uh, they talk about the transmission. So this is the group that went on the expedition to find out where the transmission was coming from or they went on this mission to try to find higher ground so they could find so they could send a transmission so they could transmit yeah and, and then, then they, they received one yes right they received one okay yeah. and that was the french lady yep um so they all sort of 
agree after Saeed convinces them to not tell the others on the beach about the transmission because he doesn't want them to lose hope. He says, we take away their hope, and hope is a very dangerous thing to lose. Yes. It's a great point. It's like you don't want people to lose hope, you know, yeah. because who knows what they're, you, who knows what's going to happen to the group. So they sort of decide that. Uh, we meet back up with Hurley and Jack, and mm-hmm. it's at night. Hurley thinks the monster or whatever could be a dinosaur. I'm with him. I'm with him on that now. <laughs> you think it's a dino? Yeah. We'll okay. talk about that during my predictions. All right. Um, Hurley finds the mugshot of Kate, and Jack sort of poo-poos it a little bit. Hurley's like, uh, dude, she looks pretty hardcore. And then, boom, we get the title card. We're back with the group, and Boone, he takes the gun at night. Everybody's sleeping, and Boone wakes up to steal the gun. I actually want to go back a minute. Okay. Where would the signal be coming from? It's got to be coming from somewhere on the island with a radio, right? Perhaps. It's got to be transmitted from somewhere. So why? I mean, aren't that they... makes sense. It would have to be local. Why aren't they interested in finding out where it's coming from? That's true. I mean, maybe the island is a good size, and they're just like, we don't have the time or resources to keep walking. But nobody talks about that. That's off scene, you know, off script. Well, it's between the It's lines. a big thing. Like, if, if I were in that group, I'd be like, okay, but where is it coming from? Yeah. Because also, for me, I'm thinking, number one, is this girl still alive? Right. Number two, if she has a radio, then let's fucking find her, find where she is, because she might be in some safer place, like some industrial complex building whatever and they could transmit to get you know i don't know they could try transmitting i mean i guess they're like this has been transmitting for 16 years 16 years but i don't know i just feel like they should have been like maybe we should try and find this person that makes sense where it's coming from yeah i guess i would too if i was with them i think that would have been a priority but also i think they're sort of freaked out about the island too because of the you know whatever's happening you know the crash well that's exactly why that's exactly why i would be like where is this coming from is this coming from a like if this has been transmitting for 16 years is it the same message that's been transmitting for 16 years or is she still like is she still saying it right now right and even if she's, no matter what it is, where is it coming from? Because this place might be a safe haven that the monster can't get into mm-hmm. and could be safe for us. That's right. why, that's where I would go. Makes sense. All right. I'm with you on that. Also, I just want to say how much I hate Sawyer. Oh, I, I know. fucking hate, he is, he is the epitome of all things that I hate. He's he misogynistic. Calls, he calls, he calls Saeed Al Jazeera. Yeah. Charlie corrects him. He said, Al Jazeera is a network. It's a network, yeah. (laughs) He's racist. He's overconfident. He's douchey. He's just, oh, I hate him. I hate him so much, which which just means he's going to be fucking there forever. I Uh, really hope he gets eaten. I just, Uh, I I can't. I cannot. Uh, I cannot with him. Yeah, I know. (sighs) So they they end up giving Kate the gun at the end of the scene where they're all arguing they yeah. they think that for whatever reason they think kate is the best person to handle mm-hmm. this gun and they don't uh, know they don't know but boom off. we flash back to kate in a barn yep 
and she we find out she is in australia sorry She's sort i just want to on... say one more thing yeah mm-hmm. i think it would be helpful and maybe this does start happening but i think yeah. it would be helpful if they told us what day it was since the crash okay like just the beginning like four just days like on the beach crash. how long they've been yeah there. like yeah that would just be helpful to me yeah and... yeah yeah i think so you have to figure it out because there. i think they jump around a lot too figure maybe out. that would Figured out. So we flash back to Kate in a barn. She's waking up. Uh, she's met with a shotgun in her face from a farmer, Australian farmer. Mm-hmm. Um, and can you do an Australian accent? Good day, mate. It's really good. It's uh, really good. What? What? You'll drop to London. What you doing in my no, farmhouse? No, that's London. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Shrimp on the Bobby. There you go. You're back in it. <laughs> Look at this. Crocodile Dundee one second. Anyone who's listening sweep from Australia, I'm really sorry. Yeah, we do apologize for our extremely offensive I'm accents much this better. episode. I am yeah. much better at... What were the let's blame, we did? Let's blame the pink rosé wine. Yes. Sweet bitch. Yeah. So, Annie, uh, she says her name is Annie. So, do you think her name's actually Annie or do you think it's Kate? I don't know. That's a great question. But then she said she was lying to him later. Well, her name wasn't here's Annie. the only reason why I think it might be Annie. Yeah. Because she's the one who had the gun. And there's a song called Annie's, Annie's Got a Gun. Annie's Got a Gun. <laughs> I like where your head's at. So, um, she gives him a story about her walking. Like she's like, oh, I'm just walking around. And he's like, you like farms? Or she says, I like farms too. Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> she's just making shit up. Um, we find out that the farmer's wife is dead. Uh, and he needs help, you know, working around the farm to uh, make wages, to uh, pay his mortgage. Mm-hmm. Uh, find out he is a lefty because he lost his arm. And I thought that was a great character beat, just like adding more layers to this character who we don't really spend that much time with. But yeah. it makes it a real character. Like they could have easily just left the whole arm thing off. Yeah. And like it wouldn't have that. mattered one iota. But I just like that they added that little de- detail in that fleshes out the character a little bit. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Fleshes out. Fleshes it out. <laughs> so the group, so we're now we're back onto the island, and the group comes back to the beach, and they all lie to the others. Um, Saeed takes charge uh, as sort of a leader of sorts, mm-hmm. and he organizes three groups to delegate tasks. Um, and I, I thought to myself at this point, I was like, that's really smart to do because I yeah. feel like people, people like, especially, in, I mean, just, you know, very topical to talk about this now, but people in times of just any time, really, they yeah. need somebody to look to. They need some sort of leadership. They need someone who acts like they know what they're doing. Yeah. And to say, okay, we got to do this. We got to do that. Let's organize. Let's do this. Let's do that. And people respond to that. Yeah. So I thought that was a really smart move. And that's where I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense to not really be like, uh, somebody's been transmitting on this island for 16 years and nobody's ever answered the call. So we're probably here forever, you guys. Mm -hmm. Like, that would have been bad. Instead, he was like, the radio, you know, it doesn't quite work, but we're going to try fixing it up and then... Uh, hopefully, you know, we can get it working, but until then let's do this. Let's do that. Like you, you group over here, you do this. And it's like, oh, wow. That's, that's a good way to handle. Yeah. I, I thought about this a lot and I'm not sure 
I'm not sure where I stand with the tell them or not tell them thing. Because yeah, yeah, because like I don't know. Generally, I try to be a very honest person. Um, right. Sometimes to my detriment, I guess. But, um, <laughs> but I just yeah. I mean, I, I think there were probably a lot of people who would just sort of give up, and then, right. and then you know, the people who haven't given up are probably going to be carrying the weight of the people who have given up. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's a tough, it's a tough thing, but then, but then like lying. And this is one of the reasons why like, I'm just someone who tells the truth is that lying pretty much always comes back to bite you in the ass. Or if you forget and slip up, like then you've got to maintain this lie and now they've got a lot of people who need to maintain the lie. And we see already that Kate is not because she's telling, what's Jack. his name? Jack. Yeah. She, she, she totally lets she that immediately... count very quickly. Yeah. yeah. So like, way to go, Kate. What happened to that circle of trust we had up in the mountain? I mean, I, I knew that was going to happen, but yeah. like. Her and Jack have like a thing. Yeah. But just yeah. like, you know. it's going to get out. And then the people who were lied to are going to be more pissed. So I just feel like it's going to come back and backfire. Right. So that's why I'm just like, you know what? I don't have the energy. Just get the truth out. I don't have the energy to try to maintain a lie. Like, right. And they could still organize and do things, I guess. Yeah. They could still find a way to, I mean, Tom Hanks was stranded on an Island and he figured it out. Yeah. With a volleyball. Yes. That's all you need volleyball and an ice skate to knock your tooth out when it goes rotten yeah well, and a spear when you get really skinny and hungry and mm-hmm. grow a beard and then you want to spear a fish yep and then you have to make a raft <laughs> I, was, I was gonna keep going to see how much more <laughs> castaway uh review i, I mean can put in. when did castaway come out 2000 2000 I'm going to look it up. That's my guess. It's either 2000 2000. or 2001. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yes. Nailed it. All right. So Lost comes out 2004? 2003? Four. How is no one like, listen, Tom Hanks did this. Here's what we got to (laughs) do. Different studios, I bet. I bet they couldn't say Castaway or Tom Hanks. Ugh. Yeah. Then they could have been like, hey, I saw this movie on the plane. (laughs) about <laughs> a man who was stuck on an island by himself with a sports ball but he was also in another movie where he was a kid and then grew older because he uh wished on a zoltar machine that he was can't say zoltar b- larger i can't say bigger so larger larger can't say life. zoltar fortune telling machine <laughs> fortune telling machine i saw one of those in vegas by the way i saw I one cool. in la i was starstruck yeah yeah. I was like, Zoltar, the real one? And I'm like, no, there's probably a thousand of these. Doesn't that, Where does that take place? Does it take place in L.A.? No, I think it's New York in New or Jersey. Seattle? Oh, yeah. I think you might be right that it's New yeah. Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. He was also in a movie where he was a veteran and he played ping pong and then he ran a lot and then he really liked chocolate. And right. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. Right, there's a anyway. lot of hints that they could have dropped, but it probably would have taken up a lot of screen time yeah. and probably wouldn't have been worth it. And also they would have been off the island lickety-split. Yeah. This is why we're not executive writers on shows like this. 
<laughs> I could never write a horror film. Yes, you could. You couldn't? Well, I could, you but couldn't. it would be like not the traditional one. It would be like a Joss Whedon twist. It would Joss be Whedon, like, if you're listening, please. One day there was witch. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> not the witch. All right, let's get back to okay. Lost... Kate links back up with Jack. We already talked about that, but she tells Jack, she, she's like, I need to tell you something. They walk together. Uh, Kate tells Jack about the signal transmission and the distress call from the French woman. And he just, like, doesn't even seem to care. He's like, whatever. I got to fix this he's guy like, who's look, dying. He's out of breath. He's like, Kate, this guy, he's got a fever. That's pretty much what he says the whole episode i feel like why is he always out of breath because that's it's he's always running he's a he's a runner he likes to run from person to person he's trying to help i just kept running <laughs> we're back um so she asked about the marshal with shrapnel in his side and it gets a little tense because jack sort of knows that they she's, have a connection yeah he knows yeah. that she's the the convict she's the one in the mugshot at least yeah mm-hmm. so she asks if he said anything jack answers no uh again he's a little like bit of playing a lie this there. game where he's yeah. trying to let her tell him the truth right he's like i'm gonna let her come to me and tell me you know when she's ready or whatever even though she could be a killer who knows mm-hmm. so hurley asks jack about what kate said he asks about mugshot jack says it's not my business not my problem and then Hurley's like, we'll just let Johnny Fever take care of him when he gets better. Meaning the marshal who's mm-hmm. sick and dying, he's probably never going to get better. So Hurley's being like, oh, okay, yeah, great. Yeah, no, nobody's going to take care of her. Like, let's just totally forget about her, right, Jack? Sawyer and Jack find each other in the airplane because Jack is looking for medicine for the marshal. And Sawyer, like the dickhead he is, is looking for playboys. <laughs> He's looting. He found some playboys. I don't and know if alcohol. he was looking for them, but he oh, found he some was alcohol. So they're in the plane together, and they have a good uh, conversation. I like the conversation because basically Sawyer is like, how many pills are you going to fix him up with? And Jack's like, uh, as many as it takes. And so I was like, you're not looking at the big picture here, Doc. Yeah, I mean, this is one one place where I kind of agree with Sawyer. Me bit. too. Like, I wrote I wrote in my uh, notes, good points, all caps. Yeah. Because it's true. he's acting like they're still back in civilization where you can get this medicine right. whenever you need it. Which this might can. be the last medicine that they ever get on the island. Right. And this guy's most likely going to die. And Jack's just going to keep pumping it into him because that's how he's trained. That's as a doctor. That's what right. he knows to do. Yeah. Yeah. But Jack also knows now that the transmission didn't work. Right. So they're gonna be stuck there. Right. So yeah, I do think he's making. I mean, it's hard to call it selfish, but he's making a not. It's not short-sighted. Smart, a short-sighted, yes. Yeah. Decision. Yeah, he's not thinking about the big picture. Just like Sawyer I just said. am mad that it had to be Sawyer to tell him that. So we get subtitles for the Korean couple for the first time. Yep. Um, and he tells her that she's filthy and to go wash up, but also that he loves her. Yeah. So, so that's very interesting. Yeah. So it's like, oh, is there a cultural thing here? Wash up, you disgusting bitch. Love you. You know, interesting that couple. It's interesting. You yeah. know, because you're not sure what to think about what 
their what their situation is. I don't is. like it. That's what I think. You don't like it. I don't okay. like it. So uh, Charlie is connecting with all the characters. It seems Charlie. he then Charlie he connects with Claire, um, and they have a laugh. They have a laugh um, because She's so cute. she makes a, a joke about men, and then he says, "Yeah, who needs men, right? Bloody useless!" And she laughs, and they have a good time on the log together. Cute scene. Super cute. Uh, Hurley and Kate meet for the first time. Hurley knows about the mugshot, so it becomes an awkward awkward encounter. It's really adorable. Yeah, very awkward. And then she turns her back a little bit, and he sees that she has a gun, and he stammers, and he runs away, very scared. (laughs) (laughs) Kate gets real close to the marshal's face. Mm. And I was like, what's she doing? What's she doing? That's I was like, too she, close. Is she going to drop a peck on this guy's uh, forehead? Like, or drop you, a love deuce. you. <laughs> what? I was not. What? Drop a, who says drop a peck? <laughs> drop <laughs> a deuce is way more likely than you would say. You think that Kate is going to drop a deuce on the marshal's I face just, while he's dying? Just he's th- choking on his own vomit. going. He is. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like him. He has She's a death like, fever. Here's what is she I think drop? about you. Oh my <laughs> god, it is so vile. Okay, no, <laughs> she was. <laughs> she was gonna. <laughs> she. Oh my gosh, no. So she gets real close to his face, and I thought for sure it was gonna be the uh, jump scare where he wakes up. You yeah, know? I did but too. We get the whoosh sound effect, right? We go back. So we're back in Australia again. She's hiding her wages in a tin can, uh, and the farmer notices. He says, uh, "What you doing that for?" Yeah, she I says, thought he, I thought she was like stealing from his reserves at first. Right. Yeah. Like, I, thought she was I don't know what the deal was. So she said, "I got trust issues." Yeah. And she's packing up. He catches her that she's packing up after three months, Trying and she's leave. leaving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she apologizes. Uh, so does he. he. Says, "I apologize too." Um, and then he convinces her to stay one more night. She's like, like, okay, I'll drive fine. You to a train station in the morning. We end that scene with everyone deserves a fresh start. So that Which was interesting. Is tabula rasa. Tabula rasa. So we're back on the beach. Marshall wakes up and then he fights with Kate. So that's, you know, that's the jump scare that I was waiting for. He wakes up. They fight. Uh, Jack busts in and saves her. Because he's like trying to strangle her. Right, yeah. So she wasn't, she was really close to his face, which is weird. Yes. But she didn't actually do anything. And then, yes, he wakes up and is like death gripping her neck. Right. When Jack busts in, I'm sure he's thinking, like, is he trying, is she trying to kill him? Mm -hmm. Because she, he knows the back, the backstory a little bit. He knows a piece of the backstory. Well, he, he knows that she was the convict. And right. he's the marshal. So he says that he's not responding to antibiotics. He's bleeding internally. He has well, he also starts fever. having a seizure. Yes, at that point. Yep. I don't even think Jack like separates them. He just starts having a seizure. Right. And then he's able to release yep. her. He tells her at this point about seeing the mugshot. Probably because he was wondering, is she trying to kill him? Yeah. So... He finally talks about it, mm-hmm. talks about his feelings. Good for you, Jack. Good for you, Jack. We go back to the flashback at that point. A lot of flashback back and forth in this one. Yeah. You know? The farmer's driving her to the train station. Okay, so this was hard for yeah. me. This was hard okay. for me because they were listening to Patsy Cline, who right. I recognized as Patsy Cline immediately, immediately. And then he 
he like they actually talk about Patsy Cline. Like he's like, oh, right. do you listen to Patsy Cline? Yeah, that hit me because my nana, who was essentially my mom, my mother figure, uh, when she died when I was eleven, but she used to listen to Patsy Cline all yeah. the time. Like, like she had a you know um, cassette, and that was in her car. Like, even after she passed, like, the first time her car turned on, like, we turned on her car after she passed, like, it was playing Patsy Cline. Oh, jeez. So, so you have a deep connection to Patsy Cline. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's it's crazy. It's a song that she used to listen to a yeah. lot. And I still can't. Oh, I can't listen to that song. Aww. Thankfully, like, I don't, you, they don't play it super often. Like, you don't, it's not like you're in a stop and shop and they'll play it. But right. every once in a while, for whatever reason, I hear it. And it's rough oh sad. yeah so that was sad i was like mm. right and it doesn't help this scene whatsoever yeah. with that sort of back knowledge yeah she noticed that something's up because there's a dude following them and she sort of clues into like there's something up here mm-hmm. and he mentions that he saw her picture in the post office the reward is twenty three thousand dollars for her and he was like it was a hard decision annie which seems simultaneously low and high. Like, right. $23,000 is... is like nothing to shake a stick at. But right. if she's being hunted like across, like if it just like if she's being hunted across countries, like she's from she's Canada. She's an international criminal. $23,000 yeah. doesn't seem like very much money. It does seem like an arbitrary number. Yeah. So I just yeah. found that to be very strange. That is a strange number. Not that I know much about. And also, like, is this guy a... He seems like a bounty hunter. Moron? I thought you were going to say, is this guy a moron? No, like, the <laughs> the, the marshal? Is, oh, the do marshal. we know that he's actually a marshal? No, we don't know that. Because, like, the We've fact that he's, or he was, like, speeding after her and whatever, like, I think he's, a, he's some kind of bounty hunter. Okay, and I'm going to agree with you on this because... When he pulls up next to them and he gives her the finger guns? Yeah. Very that's, unprofessional. That's bounty hunter. Ve- that's bounty hunter. And I that's know a something... thing or two about bounty hunters because... Because you love Dog the Bounty Hunter. That's no. a show that you catch every week. No. And you watch it and you DVR it and you rewatch it no. three to four times Cowboy Bebop. Okay. Is what I was referencing. Okay. I was close. <laughs> no. <laughs> So Walt, uh, okay. So we're back on the beach. Walt and Michael, <laughs> Walt and Michael, uh, are in the tent during the rain, and they talk about the bald older guy, and we find out that his name is Mister Locke because Walt is friends with him. Yeah. He's like, Mister Locke said a miracle happened here, and he's my friend. And uh, then he said, that. and then Michael's just kind of like, look, I'm gonna get your dog back, and then the rain stops. Because he's like, I'm going to get your dog back as soon as the rain stops. And then the rain stops. And he's like, right. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Classic dad move. Right. So Michael heads out into the jungle looking for Vincent the dog. He's walking through the haunted Wait, damn jungle. Name? His son is Walt. Okay. Michael is the dad. And Vincent son is, is Walt, the dog. And Vincent is the dog. Yeah. Okay. I love when dogs have like real, like normal Human sounding names. names. Yeah. Uh, Michael's walking around in the jungle and he's talking about the haunted damn jungle. Um, and he's looking for Vincent. He hears some roaring and crashing. We've seen this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, he runs through the Welcome grass. Welcome to we- the jungle. 
Oh, he was not just singing cut that. that. Just cut that. That's no, that's staying in. Ooh. In fact, I'm going to enhance it and add echo to it. <laughs> Gets worse and perhaps every day. percussion. Um, so he runs through the grass. We never see what's following him um, at that point. But does he see it? I mean, he's I don't def- think so. he looks, but if it's far enough away and if it's covered in trees, he might have seen something, but I don't know if he actually knows what it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to yeah. stick around and try to look at it. Right. You just got to look, gotta at, look it. at it, but you don't want to look he, at it. You got to run. What he does look at, though, is he stumbles into the oh, Korean girl who's bathing yeah, herself. Yeah, he sees her and boobies. He looks at it. Oh, yeah, he does. But then By he's accident. like, I didn't see it. I didn't look at it. He said that he didn't look at it. But he did look and at it. And he's so like awkward about it. It's really He's very cute. awkward. He said, I didn't see anything. Uh and, and then she he just like, kind of stands. He there. like hands her her like cardigan or not. Right. Her tank top. Right. But what I was wondering is like he's not gonna clue her into there's a crashing beast coming for them in that area. No, or... I think he does say something. He's like, I was running, there was something chasing me. It's not he says something like that he says something but i think he trails off doesn't he? yeah well i mean her boobies are right there right then we find charlie he's stumbling around on the beach and he runs into Locke making a whistle and he sits next to him on a log of course as you do on the beach Mm -hmm. here in lost island and he tries to attempt to have a conversation with mr Locke. he tries but uh, nothing really comes of it. He tries He tries mentioning to Mr. Locke that he was in a band. And yeah. Mr. Locke just keeps whittling away. Um, <laughs> so this is where the Marshall guy or bounty hunter bounty guy. Hunter. Let's call him bounty hunter Let's guy. Let's call him dog. Line. Dog. Let's call him dog the bounty hunter with long blonde hair. Luscious blonde hair. Luscious um, blonde hair. The bounty hunter guy, he's screaming in agony constantly for like, 20 minutes in this episode i feel like sawyer approaches kate on the beach he calls her freckles of course and he says <laughs> I, I just love to to stir up your emotions with the sawyerisms um and he says need a light and then he says i came by to thank you about taking the gun or something like that which seemed a little strange but then he kind of puts it in her brain like hey you should use that gun on that guy because he really needs to go marshall talks to jack uh, Marshall. Let's call him Bounty. Dog. Uh, dog talks to... Don't say, no, dog is going to be confusing because we've got okay. a dog. <laughs> because we got Vince Just call dog. him Bounty Hunter. Okay, Bounty Hunter talks with Jack about Kate and he said, so she got to you too, huh? <gasps> I'm like, what, is, what the heck's going on here? You know, there's there's got to be some more story here Definitely. about Kate that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we flash back to Kate again. She's in the truck. She grabs the wheel and she flips the damn truck. She flips the damn truck. And the truck catches on fire. That she girl just the... flipped out. She she did flip out and she pulled the farmer out of the fiery truck. Which wreck. I love. And she drags him out showing that, yes, she's crazy and like but kind of a rebel. She's trying to get away. But she's not a monster. She's, not she's a cold, there to save. killer. Right. Even though this guy was trying to turn her in for the the bounty money right she could have just left them to burn and just run off through the grass yep. and walked because she likes walking and farms yeah um marshall uh i mean bounty bounty hunter he gets bounty, the drop on her and he says and he does also not quicker by bounty but he did quicker pick her up her he tried this. oh then he did yeah no he did he says hey kate and he's got the gun next to her head 
So her name uh, must be Kate. Unless it's a pseudonym of mm. some sort. We're on the plane with them together, and Kate says to the bounty hunter, she says, I have a favor to ask. And he says, he really, this ought to be good. Yeah. And then, boom, plane crash. Because he again. was like, what was the favor? Right. And then, and then she says, Ray Mullen gets his $23,000 for his mortgage. Ray Mullen is the farmer. Yes. Yeah. So she is not a monster. And she wants him to get the money. Yeah. And then he said, "You really are one of a kind." Yeah. If she hadn't, if she hadn't stopped and pulled Ray out of the vehicle. Right. That's true. Yep. She could have probably gotten away. He asked her if he's going to die. She agrees. Like, yeah, you're probably gonna die here. He asked her if she's going to, you know, kill him. Uh, Hurley shows up to Jack. He's like, "Yo." <laughs> I just love Hurley. Every time I see Hurley, he's just the best. <laughs> so he tells Jack that she has the gun, and Jack's like, what? And he rushes over, and then we hear a gunshot, bang. And then we find out it wasn't Kate. It was... Sawyer. Sawyer. Of course. Yeah, who shot him. And uh, Sawyer says, he, he he asked for it. You know, something had to be done. Yeah, and he shot him in the heart like a fucking idiot instead of well, in the he head. tried. Yeah, he tried to shoot him in the heart at least, yeah. and he missed. He hit his lung, perforated his Great lung. Great job, Sawyer. You're yeah. a real fucking prince. And of course, he's only got one bullet, so it's not like you can redo it. Sawyer kind of like walks off onto the beach, and he tries to light a cigarette, and he just can't. He can't with the nerves. And I thought that was interesting. I thought that was a interesting humanizing. Uh, portrait of Sawyer. Yeah, whatever. Where we finally get to see that he's he's shook oh, by something like this. Oh, poor fucking guy. <laughs> he can't light his cigarette. I feel so bad oh, for him. Oh, you hate this guy. You hate him. Then we find out that the whistle that Locke is making was a dog whistle. And uh, he finds Vincent the dog. He tells Michael that he tied him to a tree for Michael to bring it back to Walt himself. So that they can reconnect. And Michael's like, hey, thanks. So, Locke, creepy guy? Not creepy guy. Sawyer, creepy guy? Not creepy guy. Korean husband, creepy guy? Not creepy guy. There's a lot of back and forth here. Mm. Listen, Korean husband, we don't know the backstory yet. And there's definitely a cultural element at play here. Mm -hmm. But... You can't be a douchebag and then just say I love you like everything's forgiven. Oh, I thought it I thought that that's what you did. I thought like you could totally do that. All right, I need to talk to your wife. Nah, she's she's busy. (laughs) (laughs) After that, Kate sits with Jack, tells Jack that she wants to tell him about her past. And Jack kind of shuts her down. He's like, you know what, Kate, doesn't matter who we were. What we did before the crash. Three days ago, we all died. We should all be allowed to start over. Clean slate. Tabula. Tabula. Rasa. Then we get a great montage, musical montage scene where Hurley listens to his disc man. It's slow motion montage of characters. You know, just characters being positive humans to each other. Yeah. You know. Uh, totally you know. great. Right? Handing out sunglasses. Saeed's throwing fruit to uh, to a Sawyer, you mm-hmm. know. Um, Walt gets his dog back from Michael. The music's swelling. Um, you know, it's a really good emotional part of this episode. Um, I was I was hit pretty hard emotionally with this. Um, cheap 
cheap, you know, cheap editing tricks. Oh, I mean, yeah. Slow-mo, that didn't great get music. me. That oh, didn't get me, me at sure. all. Well, you're just cold and dead inside. Me, <gasps> I got warm How little center. How dare you? <laughs> There's the witch. It's coming out. I, I was just telling you about how I was practically crying because of the, right. the truck with the Patsy Klein. You, we just get, sir. We just get different emotional swells is all. Wow. Rude. Wow. So rude. So and then the, the, the whole episode ends with Locke watching from afar on the beach mm. and the camera slowly rolls around to his face and the mm-hmm. music sort of fades out and turns a little ominous, I would say. Yeah, definitely. And then it just sort of fades out on his scarred eye and face and then good episode. Yeah. What do you got for predictions? First, we got to talk about our favorite moments. Oh, okay. Favorite moments of Buffy. Favorite moment of Buffy. I mean, Macho Macho Man. Ooh, Juice is pretty good. <laughs> um, I th- think the mirror trick is really good at the end. Yep. I really like the trophy. Her getting stuck in the trophy at the end was mm-hmm. good. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot to choose here. A lot um, of fun oh, stuff. one thing. One thing we didn't talk about is is amy or amy's mom um as amy yeah. she force chokes xander like a oh, jedi yeah mm-hmm. or like a sith sith lord yeah from star wars sure that, that was, was pretty scary. cool guess what i feel better smack good moment mm-hmm. mirror spelled yeah i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with ups truck almost hitting <laughs> <laughs> were you hoping it would hit cordelia is that why it's I your mean, favorite moment it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, it kind of suck for Cordelia, but Cordelia kind of sucks. So either way, we're kind of winning here. That's how I feel about Sawyer. What's your favorite moment? I, well, I usually just write down, I have a couple of quotes. So I think probably my, I don't know, these are all really good. So Buffy saying when Amy's talking about how she trains with her mom three hours in the morning, three hours in the evening. Um, yep. Buffy says, that much quality time with my mom would probably lead to some quality matricide. (laughs) (laughs) And then Xander, this is probably my, this is like one of the most quotable Xander quotes ever. I Mm. laugh in the face of danger and then I hide until it goes away. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also when he says, first vampires, now witches, no wonder you can still afford a house in Sunnydale. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And then um, Giles at one point is like, uh, after Cordelia, almost um, after she's blind, I think it's Giles who says, why would anyone want to, um, or who would want to um, hurt Cordelia? And Willow's like, anyone who's met her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just which so is so good. Truth. I just yeah. love how like bitchy Willow can be sometimes. <laughs> she's snarky. She's snarky, she's, but yeah. she's quietly snarky. Like she just has little quips. Yeah, here and yeah, there. I love it. And most it. of the time, people aren't listening to her when she says them too. Yeah, it's because just like it, it's like unexpected. Yeah, I like that about her. Um, um one thing I, w- I did want to say real quick that I forgot to mention earlier is um, that the acting between the person who plays Amy and also the acting of Amy's mom when they actually do switch roles mm-hmm. is really convincing. I oh, thought they yeah. did an excellent job. You mean when they switch then, back? When they switch and they switch back. Yeah. And like, just like, like just seeing them, like, you know who they are 
like in their soul like at the moment because of their acting like you're like oh she's amy yeah right now, or she's amy's mom right now it's so interesting because yeah. like it reminds me i mean like this happens this has happened quite a lot in movie and what, tv Freaky friday stuff yeah but like the the one that i just remember seeing um i don't know like a jpeg or whatever um of in the last harry potter movie deathly hallows part two how we're seeing helena bonham carter yes trying tricks yeah helena bonham carter playing hermione Hermione, playing hermione playing bellatrix which is really which is like mind-blowing yeah i mean she's an incredible actress and i thought that too because we watched that semi recently Mm -hmm. i feel like we watched all of them i love her yeah but her in that scene is so impressive yeah so it's like helena bonham carter playing um emma watson playing helena bonham carter as beatrix as like beatrix yeah yeah um so anyway like that kind of stuff just always reminds me that like this kind of stuff always reminds me of that but yeah like i don't know that that ever struck me until watching it this time through that like right they're the acting you know they they've got to be really talented and able to switch back and forth um yeah yeah that was pretty impressive yeah and now favorite moment for lost I think you're like there was no favorite moment. <laughs> I think it was Kate saving the farmer. Um, yeah, because you know, like I, I don't feel like I don't, I do not feel satisfied with the backstory we got of her because we still don't know what she did. Yeah, it was like a hint of a backstory. Yeah, but yeah. I do like that she, she like opened herself up enough. She trusted him enough to like stay at his house, help him out a little bit, and then even when he basically turned his back on her she still had it in her to save him so i think that was probably my favorite moment i think my favorite moment is hurley on the beach his awkward encounter with kate when he sees the gun (laughs) i just love that part i think it's so great hurley's such a ray of sunshine in the show he's great that's why he reminds me of dave and so is charlie charlie's great too um which episode wins uh i had a i i'm having a real hard time deciding i think i know which one for you wins but for me i'm sort of on the fence because i do really like this episode of lost mainly because of the little trickles of information not a whole lot happens but you do get to know the characters a little bit more and i do like that sappy emotional montage at the end i'm telling you it works for me i know it didn't work for you but it works for me i I think it sometimes works for me i think i just don't know the characters enough yet that's true like it's like i'm coming in with a lot more baggage than you are yeah um so yeah for me again in lost you're just still finding out about people so you just don't i'm just not as tied into them as much um not as emotionally invested in them i was interested in kate's backstory but i don't feel like we learned enough which makes me kind of angry that this will just be dragged out forever and like that's what that's what lost is going to be like now i feel like that's what's going to happen um i'm starting to wonder if the pilot episode 
was so crazy that they can only go down from they here. Did too much in the pilot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas like Buffy, it starts out a little bit slower. Yeah. Um, and there's not as many characters, so you get to know them a lot quicker. They they form their identities and like their places in their group much quicker or not in their group as like the case of Cordelia, for example. Like, you know, she's the bitch who doesn't want anything to do with them, thinks they're all weird, but like that's her role. That's, yeah, so I, I'm i going to say Buffy on this one, like even though they clearly misunderstood witches. <laughs> Again, like it kept me entertained. I thought this was a really good Buffy episode. I don't know if I can admit defeat on the Lost vs. Buffy. It's not but... defeat. You gotta take it. <laughs> you gotta take ourselves away That's from true. this. Right. You know. I gotta stop claiming claiming ownership over my show. Yeah. But I did enjoy this Buffy show as the witch episode three, the witch. Just witch. So predictions. predictions. What what do you predict is going to happen next in uh, Buffy? Uh, I have no idea. Honestly, I thought I knew what was happening, but I am completely lost now that we're doing Monster of the Week stuff. So <laughs> well, here's my prediction. Yeah. It's not going to be a Monster of the Week next week mm-hmm. because they wouldn't do two Monster of the Weeks right away because you wouldn't, you would upset the fans of the, what do they call it? The big, big band. What was it? Big, big bad. It? Big bad. Mm-hmm. You'd upset the fans of the big bad, mm-hmm. right? So you gotta you gotta string them along. You gotta give them another little morsel of candy of the big bad. So it's gonna be a big bad episode. Okay. And it's going to be we're gonna see something with Darla. Darla's gonna come back, and wait, she didn't die yet, right? Nope. Okay, so she Darla's gonna come back. And she's going to have reinforcements. <laughs> Just going back to my other <laughs> prediction. Is she getting them from the and, blood pool? <laughs> uh, yes. Blood pool. I'll stick with blood pool. That will come back Or blood sure. well. I think you called it a blood well. Amy's mom will come back at some point. She is going to, because she's in the trophy right now, yep. she's going to bust out of that trophy at some point. Somebody's going to do something. Is going to break the trophy case. And then she's going to be let out somehow like genie in a bottle hmm. she's gonna come out and then it'd be even cooler if she like met up with the master and they had like a love affair of some sort oh. and made like a super vampire witchy baby oh. <sighs> okay okay this is my prediction okay it shall was come that true. the thing that you because you had said earlier in this episode no i completely forgot I said, okay, let me write it down. And I wrote down new prediction, colon, and then I didn't write it down. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. But I kind of like my new prediction better. Okay. Maybe. If I think of it, I'll say it next episode. Okay. But I won't, and I won't. Cool. Cool. All right. All right. What I predict will happen next on Lost. Um, All right. I'm going to finally drop the dog demon thing. I don't think the cute lab is a demon anymore. Well, he's back now, so. And his name's Vincent. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything to me. Mm, I just okay. feel like that's not I think happening. a demon dog could be named Vincent. Vincent Price. Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, it, he was a horror film. That's true. You know, whatever. Okay. So I hate how you shoot holes in all of my... You always have good comebacks. <laughs> I learned it from Buffy. <laughs> 
God. <laughs> um, I'm kind of with Hurley that it might be dinosaurs or not, probably not like not actual dinosaurs, but some kind of dinosaur type creature. Because like large lizard person? Something maybe. It's like just very thing? Jurassic Park, the way that the trees move in the forest when the creature is coming after them. It's well, just... it's shot in the same area as Jurassic Park. Yeah, so it's very Jurassic Park. Right, because it's the same trees, so if, same shaking. If they can, if they can have dinosaurs, like that's the other thing is, I'm sorry, if if I were Hurley and I was like, maybe it's a dinosaur, and Jack's like, well, dinosaurs are extinct, then I'd be like, they brought him back in Jurassic Park. Who's smart now? Who's a doctor now, Jack? You don't know Jack, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so. Good yeah, thing I'm not you, in this show. <laughs> you would have made all the friends on that island. <laughs> I would have been friends with Hurley. <laughs> you would have been like, no, I'm not keeping it secret, Saeed. I'm telling everybody as soon as we get back on the beach. Yeah, you better hope I wasn't on that mission. And then you would have taken that gun. And I'm the used that bucket. <laughs> yeah, you are. And you would have used that one bullet to shoot uh, Sawyer right in the face. Yep. Day one. Day one. <laughs> Day you would have found that thing, you taken it from Kate. again, motherfucker? Yeah. Bow! He's like, you don't even have freckles, Pinky. That's what he would have called you. Oh, yeah. He would have been so dead. He would But they like, wouldn't have trusted me with the with the gun. I'm too fiery. Anyway. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I think we're going to see the old guys. What's his name? Mr. Locke. Mr. Locke, which is a creepy name. We're going to see his backstory or his flashback next. And mm. I think he he whittles bodies. Um, what? The reason I think... You think he whittles bodies? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> the reason I think we're going to see his backstory next is because, and I went back to verify this, Charlie was the last to speak in episode one. And then in episode two, we see his flashback. Kate is the last person that we see slash focus on. In episode two, and then episode three is her flashback. Hmm. So at the very ah, end of this episode, we see creepy old guy. So I Locke. think we're going to contrast. His name is Mr. Locke. Mr. Locke. I th- in Locke Ness Monster. I think we're going to see him, <laughs> his flashback okay. next episode. Yeah. Wow. That's sound science so far. Oh, look at me. Look at you. Look at me being observant. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 What else wow. are you uh, reading, watching, and listening to, Pat? Uh, reading nothing, as we covered earlier. Uh, watching a, I watched a movie, Charlie Chaplin movie, Modern Times. Mm-hmm. Um, what, also, did, what did you rate that? I gave it like an 8.5 out of 10. I think but I gave it, you a, know se- what? a 7.8. I was sort of regretting. I feel like I gave it a little too high of a score because I didn't oh, yeah. enjoy it 8.5. Yeah. I probably enjoyed it like more 6.5, but I respected it up to an 8.5 because of the history around it. Yeah. But as far as enjoyment goes, there's a lot more movies that we've watched already. So it's hard to rate sometimes. Yeah. I, I think I did the same thing that I gave yeah. it a little bit higher because of, well, I said like for, for art. <laughs> and it <laughs> did art. it did make me laugh. i give it a 7.8 for art <laughs> well i said for <laughs> strong female character for yeah. making me laugh and for art 
because it did yeah. make me laugh but then i it, did it made me feel like too. it just went on and on and on and yeah it was, like it was just a little too much yeah. yeah we also watched hunger games catching fire yeah no. nice mocking jay mocking jay part one mm-hmm. we watched that because my wife is a big hunger games fan and she's always forcing me to watch them does she like twilight so, do we talk about this she also likes twilight yes all the Twilight movies are on Amazon Prime for free. Oh, Although you we probably have them own on them. Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course you do. And we started watching Master and Commander last night, but we only got about an hour that. in. Oh, it's awesome. So good. I mean, That's you know, Russell Crowe, like right? Russell Crowe. Yeah. If you like boats. <laughs> if you like boats and the ocean and like ships and Not against uh, sl- slow burn action suspense mm. on the Does it have Johnny Depp in it? Does he play no. a pirate in it? He does not. It is not Pirates of the Caribbean. Eh. Is it a pass? Eh. You're gonna pass okay. on Master and Commander. Yeah, I'm passing. Okay. Well, it's all the best things from those movies. Duh. Like what? You said yeah, it didn't like have Johnny the Depp. Water. You're right. Are you anti Johnny Depp? No, I kind of like Johnny Depp a yeah, lot. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, can't hate Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of fun. He's, he's kind of great. I love the Pirates movies. I can't. I can't deny that. They're wonderful. They're so good. All right. Let's wrap this thing up. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, are you going to ask me what I'm reading and oh, watching? Oh, right, and right, right. To? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. I always forget about that. <laughs> what have you been watching and listening to and, and reading and looking at? <laughs> well, look at? when we last recorded, I was mad at you because I was trying to finish A Court of Thorn and Rose, Thorns and Roses. Mm-hmm. And uh, Court of Thorns and Roses. Yeah. And uh, you wouldn't let me finish. So, um, I, so blew, I blew through the end of that and the second book, which wow. is like twice as long. It's like power reader. Very, very long. You know how long it takes me to read a book? How long? A decade, mm-hmm. about. Yeah, it I like... It takes me a long if time. If I'm really into it, I will read very quickly. Because yeah. I'll just do nothing else and read. And I finished watching Curse, the Netflix series, which is really great. If you're into magic and fantasy and Merlin stuff, you should watch it. I'm back to watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Of course, because I get texts get in very, RuPaul's voice. You get very sassy RuPaul Very text sassy texts and emails. <laughs> yes. But they only, they only have up to season six on Hulu, which is the one that I'm watching now. So I'm very sad. <laughs> anyway, you should tell Amy about a court of thorn and roses. A court. A court of, of not like a, a court, like Q U A R T. Like quart, like a quart of cheese. No, like like a quart of milk. No, like C O U R T. Like Cortland apple. Nope, like a court, like a like a king's like a, court. Like a cord, like cordless phone. I'll cord. just, you know what? I'm just gonna tell her. Why don't you just, why don't you just send me a link? Her. There you go. Why don't you just link or something? Yeah. Great. All right. Good episode. Good episode. So till next week, keep kicking, keep streaming, keep potting. Like potting plants? Potting. Like potting plants? Potting. No. Like potting. Like you're in a pea pod. Oh, like pod. ordering pea pod because we don't want to go grocery shopping. Mm-hmm.
Uh, it's my own medicine I'm choking on. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're friends. So you can listen and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Well, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KickStreamPod. And send us emails, but please no spoilers, uh, to KickStreamPod at gmail.com. Always remember that streaming is better with friends. Mm-hmm.